here to learn about Lanny's faith or your faith because it ain't going to amount to much. God has a word he has to set forth in his people, and the word of faith is what God established in his word. When we talk about faith, we're talking about what God said. Come on, somebody. Amen. We're talking about what God meant when he said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you can say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be plucked into the sea. You know what a mustard seed is? No bigger than this. And I asked myself a question, Lord, when's the last time I, I moved the mountain? Come on, somebody. Amen. When's the last time that faith that I have acted upon the power of your word to be able to do wonderful things in my life? The devil will lie to you. The devil, you see, fear, God's fear and the devil's fear is two different fears. There's a good fear and there's a bad fear. Amen? Amen. Satan brings fear that he can bring torment into your life. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the Holy Spirit here to teach us your word this morning. Father, we know, Father God, that you have a purpose for this church and a ministry in here, this church, to teach your people that they can grow in faith and trust completely in you. I want to welcome our internet audience, amen, those who listen by Spotify, or Waterfly, what you call it again? Spotify, okay. Swatterfly, whatever you call it. Anyway, but anyway, they're listening in and and it's important that we have an audience, praise God. And I thank God for it, amen. amen. We're here this morning because we want to know the Word of God. Amen. We're not here to listen to me. We're here to listen to the, to the Word of the Lord. Amen. Yes, yes. And I'm, I'm at the point when I, last night I was talking to somebody, we had a little meeting, and, and I said, you know what? I don't think we understand what faith is. We fly that word around like it's so easy. I have faith in God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Do we know what that faith represents? That faith represents the power and the very presence of God and the Word of God. If, if, the, if God said it in His Word and you believe it, then you have faith. Amen. Okay. I said if God said it and you believe it, then you have faith. Amen. You just don't have faith because you say you have it. My faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. This is where faith comes. Hearing by the faith in the Word of God. When I hear the Word, faith grows. You hear? Listen, Satan will come, he'll give you another word. Well, you know what? Uh, you ain't amount to much. Uh, you, you ain't nothing. Uh, you're going to die and, and, and go to hell with me. The lies that Satan feeds you every day discourages you. He brings depression. He makes you look at life situation and you look at society and say, well, well, everything's going to hell in the handbasket. You know what? I, Satan will lie, he'll discourage you. That's his plan. That's his purpose. And he'll bring fear into your life. Listen, I'm not no genius, but I know fear ain't good. The Bible says fear is torment. People wake up in fear in this, this world. Don't know what they're going to do the next day. Don't know what, what's going to happen if they're going to live the next day. They don't know what society is going to throw them at the next day. They don't know what next, their next meal is going to come from. A lot of people generate fear. And it's of Satan. But there's a healthy fear. That's a fear of God, which generates faith and applies knowledge to the, to the hearer. Amen? Amen? Those that hear, they apply knowledge. They apply knowledge that God said, I can have whatever I ask in Jesus' name. But doubt in situations, you look at society and say, well, no, 
It don't look right. It ain't going to happen. Then you believe in Satan. Listen, there's a lot of good things that God wants to give us, and we, and we forfeit it because we will not believe his word. Come on, somebody. Amen. We will forfeit the faith of God out of our life because we won't believe what his word says. Well, you can't believe in something you never spend time learning. <laughs> That's why you're here this morning, right? It's to hear a word from the Lord. It's to build your faith. It's to establish your, the strength of God in your life. The Word is the only thing that's going to strengthen you. The Word is the only one that's going to direct you and guide you into the right path. So if we let the devil come and steal that faith through doubt, let me tell you something. This morning I was in my bathroom. I started looking at things in my life. I had to repent. I said, God, I doubted you. I had unbelief. I mean, if the Bible is everything it says, why am I doubting God? Come on, somebody. If the Bible is as powerful as we claim it is, why don't we believe it? Well, I believe, brother. But how come we go through so much stress? How, much, how come we go through so much fear? How come we go through so much sorrow? If, 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 if we can't believe what Jesus says. The Bible says, let the peace of God rule or govern your mind. So if the peace of God is ruling your life, that, that should be sorrow. Unbelief, fears, I don't know we all have them. But a lot of times we, we have them because we would not believe God. We're not standing on God. I'm not rebuking anybody this morning. I had to do it to myself. I had to first settle in my own heart. God, I failed you. I had, I had unbelief. I need to settle that right with the Lord. I had to repent of that sin. If I can't believe what God says, then why am I carrying the Bible? <laughs> if I can't believe what God says, why am I coming to church? Why am I praying? Well, I hope it's right. I told Daddy, God don't work on that kind of hope. Hope is good. But hope that deters from faith is not hope. Hope is knowing I have that hope that Jesus is coming back. I believe it. That's righteous hope. But I'm, not, I'm talking about despair hope. You don't say, I hope so. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I, I hope it's right. <laughs> I hope God's telling me the truth. <laughs> Something's wrong with that. <laughs> that don't degenerate faith. My Lord, I hope you're listening this morning. It don't generate faith. What generates faith is says, thus said the Lord. Anything established in this book is, is sure. It's, it's a foundation. It is true. So if God says I can have it, he promised me a healing. He promised me, you know, all the things I need. Then he said it. I don't know about that, brother. I've seen a lot of Christians. They fall and they falter. Let me tell you something. We better worry about yours truly. Because <laughs> I have a relationship with God. It's not your relationship with God. And where my faith is at is because of me. I can't worry about Joe Blow down the street. I ain't Sister Sue or Aunt Mary or, or, or Brother So-and-so. I can't worry about, listen, now, you can love these people, but they're not going to establish faith in your life. It's going to be God's word and only God's word that faith will come alive. Amen. My Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. We know we got just a few this morning, but we can, we can have church. Amen? Amen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fear is faith in the devil. 
Somebody said, fear is faith in the devil. Faith is fearing God. You better fear God. You better have a good, healthy fear of God because you know what? He's a whole lot more powerful than the devil. As a matter of fact, the devil gets his power from the Lord. God only permits him to have it. God can do a whole lot. The boogie said it this morning about the establishing of creation. Do you realize everything came out of God's mouth? Creation came out of the mind of God. Everything exists because of God. Everything is established because of God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm going to read to you this morning. If you want to turn in 2 Timothy chapter 1-7. If you've been in the church long enough, you recognize this voice. I mean, this verse. <laughs> What's his voice? Second <laughs> Timothy chapter 7, verse 1. Chapter, oh, I'm sorry, chapter 1, verse 7. There is no chapter 7 in 2 Timothy. Are you there? God has not given us... God has not given us... One more time. God has not given us... Well, if God has not given us the spirit of fear, who's giving it to us? The devil. That's a promise from God's word. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, no power, and of love and of a sound mind. People that are in fear all the time, they don't have a sound mind. People that are in fear all the time, they won't feel the love of God. They can't experience the joy and peace they need. Without, the, without you know, fear is present in your life, you'll never, you'll never enjoy the presence of the Lord. You'll never enjoy the experiences of God. You'll never enjoy the spirit of God. You'll never enjoy worship. You'll never enjoy love. You'll never enjoy peace because the fear is governing your life. Fear is evil, man. Fear's main goal is to keep you in torment. Listen to me. Fear is, fear's main goal Devil uses fear for the purpose of keeping you in torment. Fear of losing what you have. Fear of, you, you know, marriage tearing up. A lot of things. You can pick on a lot of things. I'm just using a few things this morning. But fear is of the devil. And the main reason, especially in a Christian, is the fear is to take you out of the presence of the Lord. Fear is to put you in unbelief and doubt. If you can find more faith in the devil... Sphere and less faith in God's word. Everybody's scared about the past election. I made my mind up. God does what he wants. <laughs> I ain't got time to worry about who's president. I got time to worry about where Lanny's at with the Lord. Amen. There's a faith that we need. If we get caught up in all this stuff, I watch a lot of Christians, and some of them get mad at me when I say that. Listen, it's time we stop to put in our hand and trust in the hand of man. We better put it in the hand of God. That's where we, listen, there's a lot of things fear. Oh, the president coming is going to take our Christian freedom away. No, he never gave it to start off. God's the one that gives freedom. God rises up and puts up who he wants. Listen, whether it be a Biden or a Trump, whoever, God is in charge, man. God is going to dictate what needs to be done. We can't live in this fear of who's going to be the next president. Listen, my God is my president. <laughs> Whoever's president, I'm going to pray for him. But God is my president. 
I voted for somebody 30-something years ago, and I've never lost my vote yet. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the hope. He is the promise. He is the peace. Hallelujah. We need to draw close to the Lord. We need to understand and stop running this rat race that a lot of Christians are running. But they're running, running, running about who's going to be taking care of us in the next four years. God is taking care of us. We should pray for our leaders, but they're not God. We should pray for them, but they can't put peace and joy into my life. They can't save my soul. We better get our eyes on Jesus. Because I ain't got time for all this stuff. You know, since the election came up, I hardly ever put my television on. Because all I hear is fear. All I hear is division. All I hear is who's who, who hates who and who thinks this one should do better than that, who loves who. Listen, I don't want to hear that junk anymore. And I, I'm kind of being kind of tough this morning, but it's the reason why. I can't spend my life with this four-year cycle or, or, or eight-year cycle or, or, or what, whatever. My faith is in God. I'm going to sing his praises, and I'm going to serve him with all my heart. What else is there? <laughs> Just think if we understood that fully, because we would be at peace. God is, God is king of the universe. And there ain't a man on this planet going to ever dethrone him. Satan thinks he can, but he's a liar. God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind and peace. Let me just read these verses to you. 1 John 4, 18 says, there is, no, there, is no, uh, there is no fear in love. Listen to that. Love drives out a multitude of fear, sins. But there is no fear in love. How can a man love perfectly if he's fear in his life? How can he experience lo the love of God if... All he experiences is fear. There is no fear in love. Perfect love casts, casts out fear. What's perfect? What, what does that mean, perfect love? Perfect love is completely trusting and loving in Christ. And letting Christ's love come into your life and, and, and worship him and, and, and apply your life to his will and his word. That's, that's perfect love, knowing that God loves you. And he gave his son to die on the cross. Nobody can take that from you. Come on, you can deny it. You could say, I'd rather have the world. Then what, are you, what have you gained? Death and fear and destruction. That's all that's in the world right now. Death, fear, and destruction. God, man, has failed us. Hey, listen to me this morning. Our leaders have failed us. Our nation, national leaders have failed. Our, our, our world leaders have failed us. There's more division in this, this planet than there's ever been. We, do, we came up with the United Nations, what, in 1940-something maybe? To, to have peace in, in the world. We're going to get all nations united. And we've got more sickness, we've got more division, we've got more wars than we've ever had. Because you know what? Men don't have the answer. Men don't want to hear that God is the way. Men don't want to hear that Jesus is the way. Men don't want to hear that the Lord has the answer. And we need to surrender to him. That's the answer. Why do we have so much fear on this planet? Because man is not the answer. Everything man concocts, 
brings more destruction and division. Listen to me, praise God. That's what I'm trying to teach you this morning. If you're going to have faith, it'll bring perfect love. You're going to have faith. Fear of God will come in. That's what we need. The fear of God is the beginning of knowledge, the Bible says. We can't. God's fear is a, is, a, is a fear that leads you to him. A fear of judgment. I don't know about you, but I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to, I don't want to stay here during the tribulation period. I don't want God's judgment and wrath upon my life. And it's very easy. All I have to do is follow the world. Come on, somebody. All I have to do is follow the world and do the world's thing. Fear is faith in the devil. <laughs> faith, you hear me say that quite often, is faith is fearing God. If you got faith this morning, you're going to fear God. But you can't, it's not that you can't approach him. It's not that you can't fellowship with him. This morning, while I was praying, I had to, I said I had to ask the Lord to forgive me for unbelief. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see the faith in the modern church today that they saw in the book of Acts. I don't. I see words. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I see fancy preachers, and I see fine speeches. But where is the power of God? In the book of Acts, in the early church, let me tell you, man, the dead were being raised. Hallelujah. The, the, the people, people were sick with diseases. They came and they got healed. Many things were happening. Either, either, we, either we, we, that was the right gospel or we're not preaching the right gospel. Because if, if their faith was real, why, if we have the same faith they have, why ain't we seeing what they're seeing? Uh-oh. Because our, our faith is not the same. I hope here it is. But I'm saying is that if we ain't going to establish true faith, we're never going to see God's power. We're never going to experience God's peace. Everything's going to bring fear in our life, like that past election. They got more Christians running around with their, their heads cut off like the chickens with broken necks. Hallelujah. They're running around. Oh, what are we going to do now? What are we gonna, oh, Trump's going to be in president. Oh, man, all the countries going to go down the hell, hell, hell basket. <laughs> Trump is not God. As much as I like him, I think he did some good things, but he's not God. He's not the answer. Not one word about repentance from nobody. Listen to me. That's, you know what we need in America? We need a repentive nation. We need to come back to God. We can't put our faith in a president. We can't put our hope that we're going to be able to gather here having these services on the neck of a man. It's God that allows those things. Trump is not Jesus. Biden is not Jesus. These are only men that need Jesus, okay? And I'm only trying to bring this out because I see it today. Watch this week all the, the, the rat racing that Christians are going through right now. Because God doesn't want us to put our trust in a, a man, but in God, in him. That's a lot of the reasons why this ain't going the way Christians wanted it to go. 
Because he made President Trump almost like Jesus. He's not. I like what he's done. I voted for him. I'm not going to hide it. But he's not Jesus. God has a purpose for his church, and that's to preach the gospel. And we got to do it in faith. Listen. If today you're in fear, listen to me good. If fear is what's governing your life, you need to check your heart. I'm not saying you're lost, because we all go through fears, okay? But we can't continue in that same cycle. We're up one day, down the next. <laughs> you think if you would be, you'd have the joy of the Lord every day, that your spirit would be different and, and your heart would be different and your faith would be different? Yeah. We're growing from faith to faith, from weaker to, to weak, stronger to stronger to stronger as we learn the ways of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. Let me read some verses to you, okay? Psalms 34, verse 4 says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. <laughs> I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me from... How many are delivered from all your fears? I, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll come short. But I'm learning. If, 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 if I've sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears, why I still got them? Because I didn't trust him. Oh, boy. Because I did not trust his word. He said, I'll deliver you from some of your fears. Half of your fears. 10% of your fears. No, he said, all your fears. Man, I feel them. Listen, seek the Lord and let him deliver you of all your fears. We ought not be walking in distress and despair. We ought to be walking in the, in the joy of the Lord, the faith of the Lord. Without it, praise God, we're nothing. Without it, there's no hope. Let me read you another verse, okay? Well, look, turn with me to Isaiah, chapter uh, 41, real quick. I want to share something with you. I like this verse. Isaiah 41, verse 10. There's a, there, there's a, 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 a direct command from God in this verse. But, but Lane, you don't know what I'm going through. God knows. You don't know the trouble I'm facing. They're fixing to pick my house up. <laughs> They're fixing to prepossess my, my life. <laughs> but wait. And I'm not just talking to those here. I'm talking to those that are listening on the Internet. It says here in verse 10, Fear not, for I am with you. Read it, Mom. Fear not. Be not dismayed. Strengthen you. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am with you. I'm your God. What did he tell you? Fear not. Fear not. And he says, I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you, and I will, I will hold you with my righteousness, righteous right hand. What a good God, amen? <laughs> amen. 
Hallelujah. What a good God. He's telling us, fear not. I will uphold you. I will strengthen you. I will establish you. I will make it right with you. My God, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. God is a good God. God doesn't want to put fear in your life. He doesn't want you to fear the devil's lies and shenanigans. God wants you to serve him with all your heart. Joshua. Joshua. Chapter 1, verse 9. He's a good God. God wants you at peace. <laughs> there are some things in my life I decide I'm going to put in God's hands, okay? I'm not going to make any mistakes. Well, I will. And I'm not saying I'll do everything perfect. But when it comes down to my faith, I want to, I want to be right with God. That God gives me the peace and the hope in Jesus' name. That I can establish my faith. In his word. And it brings peace. Come on somebody. It brings peace. It brings hope. It strengthens me. See God is sitting in heaven. We think God well he's he just waiting for us to mess up. And bop, bop us on the head with a big stick. But you know what he's active in your life. Amen. He's looking at your life. And he knows what you're going through. And he'll establish faith in you. If you trust him. He's given us the power in his word to do those things. And he's given us the word to establish our hearts in faith. This, just, this is not just words I'm saying this morning. That faith works. Amen. That faith is what defends you. That faith is what strengthens you. That faith is what establishes you. Don't take your faith for granted. And don't take it lightly because if without it, you have no hope. Without it, you can't walk with God. It's impossible to please God without faith, the Bible says. Amen. You can't establish a faith, a life of faith, if all you have is fear and unbelief. Anybody hearing me? <laughs> I have not, wait, I have, I have not com commanded you. If, be strong. Have I not commanded you? I'm sorry. Have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen? Listen to me again. I have, have I not commanded you? I'm going to read it again. Be strong, be of good courage, be not afraid. God is commanding you something. God is commanding you not to be afraid. God is saying, trust me. Trust me. Let me walk with you. Let me establish in you the faith that I've given you by your word, by his word, or his word. We need to know that God is able to establish us, and he's more than able. All right. Let me read you some verses, okay? You can close your Bible. I'm going to just read everything to you, okay? How many believe that God's word is still, still true? Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instructions. Listen, if God is trying to correct you, if God is trying to strengthen you, if God is trying to teach you, even rebuke you, it's because he's establishing knowledge in you and wisdom. How far are you willing to go with your faith this morning? 
How far are you willing to carry that faith? Come on, somebody. Can you believe God for what you need? Can you establish God's word in your life? It's the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instructions, the Bible says. A fool won't listen. A fool won't take correction. A fool won't establish God's word in his life. A fool won't follow the word of the Lord. Because it says, thus said the Lord. Listen, there's a lot of enemies out there, praise God, that, that just won't do what God says. Just won't establish the word of God in his life. Because they want to do their own thing. I know some people that they won't listen to God for nothing, but their lives are all messed up. They think for a minute they can, they, can, they can make it happen in their own strength, and it goes from worse to worse because they won't, will not establish, my Lord, come on, somebody. They will not establish God's word in their life. Faith comes by hearing, I said a minute ago, and hearing by the word of God. When God's, this word goes out, he expects you to receive it. If you came this morning just to come to a church service and not, not leave out of that door change, then that's all you are as a church person. You haven't come to hear God's word. You've come just to be in church and make it feel good. But it doesn't change your faith. Coming to church is wonderful. But church can't save you. It can't establish you with God. It's, it's, it's a message house. It's a place where you hear the word. But the church itself is not salvation. Come on. I'm not salvation. The, listen, a preacher, a priest, or anything else is not salvation. It's God's word through Jesus Christ where you establish faith in the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalms 23, 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they shall comfort me. Psalms 118 verse 6 says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do to me. <laughs> you hear? I will not fear what man can do unto me. If the Lord's on your side. How is he on your side? He's on, he's on your side established by his word. Because if you give your life to Jesus Christ, if you're born again, you're a child of God. So God is on your side. He's walking with you. If you continue to grow, if you continue to, listen, a little baby, when he puts his, his feet on the ground for the first time, you know, he'll take a couple of steps and he'll, he'll, he'll fall. But after a while, he's going to get it. <laughs> he's going to be able to walk, run. Jump, because he learned something. Every time you do it, you get a little better. <laughs> Every time you do it, you get a little bit more courage. Every time you do it, you get a little bit more confidence. Every time you do it, you, you stabilize yourself, and you start running and walking and jumping. That's how a baby does it. That's how we should do it. If you have faith in the Lord, you stumble. You get back up, you walk a little further, a little bit further. After a while, you fall again. You, you, know, you keep going. You keep going. You build that confidence. Amen. After a while, you're going to be sure of your foundation. Your feet are going to be secure on the ground. And listen, sometimes you wonder, I wish a baby wouldn't run. Because <laughs> when they start, 
You can't stop them. They want to jump on the sofa, jump on the windows, and jump on the furniture, and jump on the cabinets, and jump everywhere. Hallelujah. They just, that's what we like. We ought to be like a baby that's growing. We ought to be like a baby that's jumping. We ought to be like a baby that can run and jump. And... All right. Hallelujah. Romans uh, 8, I'm going to read it. Romans 8.31 says, What can we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God is for us, who can be? Listen, the world will come against you, but it can't win. <laughs> Troubles will come against you, but it won't succeed. If God's on your side, he's going to defeat your enemies. Hallelujah. All you have to do is believe in what he says and establish that in your heart. Listen, God loves you. God wants to do wonderful works in your life. He has a purpose for you. And the last thing Satan wants you to do is fulfill that purpose. He, wants, he, don't, he doesn't want you to apply what God says to your, your life, okay? Some of you in here maybe been running, running, playing with God for a long time. And God is, you, you come back and you think you're right with God and all, all you're doing is continue going back into the same hellhole you just came out of. Because no, you're not listening. You're not listening to God's word. You're only religious, and I'm not picking on it. I'm just using. You're only playing a game with God. And if you continue playing that game with God, you might get to the place where you cannot reach Him. God, this is serious in this. That's why I ask everybody to be attentive this morning. Because I, you can't, listen, God doesn't want no interruptions when He's trying to say something. Not me. I'm only the vessel. I'm only the messenger. I'm not the message. But it's time we learn. We can't apply faith when all we got is fear. Fear will always water down faith. Hear me. Fear will always will neutralize the strength of faith. It always takes away from faith. Nothing aggravates me more when God's trying to say something. You can have hindrance because Satan doesn't want you to hear this this morning. Listen to me, praise God. We need to open our hearts this morning. Let me read you some more verses. I'm going to keep you too long this morning. I think that's good, amen? I think it's a good teaching on faith. I think we need to understand what faith is, first of all. Faith is completely trusting in the Lord. <laughs> you hear me? Faith is completely trusting in the Lord. Faith is completely trusting in what God said. If we can't do that, what is good is coming to church? What good is trying to serve the Lord if we can't believe what He says? Listen, our faith can go very far if we wanted to. But it can also stop right here in this church. If you walk out that door and what I said this morning doesn't affect you in any kind of way, not me, the Holy Ghost. And you go out there, you're the same person. If you don't go out there, leave this church today and say, I'm going to do something about my life. I'm going to do something about my faith. Because my faith is between me and God. And when it's weak, it's my fault. When it's weak, it's not God's fault because I'm doubting Him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sinning upon Him. God loves us, man. He wants to teach us how to have victory. And there's no victory outside of the Word of God. None. None. Okay. 
Where was I? <laughs> I'm preaching my little heart out. <laughs> Proverbs 3, 7 says, Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Fear the Lord. Who? Not the devil. The Lord. Come on. To have faith, more faith in the devil than you do in God, then that is sin. Listen, unbelief. To give the devil more credit and more creed in your life than God, that's sin. There's a lot of people woke up this morning and found out they had a dead killing disease. A lot. There's people that got up this morning, their husband or their wives died. One of their children died, or maybe a couple of them. They lost their job. I mean, chaos has taken over their life. But without the Lord, how are they going to make it? If somebody, if a preacher would be so... Not so busy at telling people how they can become rich if they give this much kind of money and say, people, God, we need to trust God. We need to trust the Lord. He's our deliverer. He's our helper. Strengthening the believer's hearts. They, they, they're flapping their jaws off about <laughs> some airplane they want to buy for something much mean. How is that going to help the how is that going to help the house of God? How is that going to help you? Preach the word. Be instant in season, the Bible says. And honestly, reprove, rebuke with all long suffering. That's what it teaches. We need to walk in the fear of the Lord, not in the fear of the devil. Let me tell you something about Satan. That's a, that's a shrewd, crafty being. He knows what he's doing. Look, he goes after the thing that's dear to you. <laughs> Listen, I, I used to tell that about, about, about uh, you ever seen them wilderness shows where you get them lions and stuff? Running through. Listen, you notice how that lion does that? He just blends in with the, with the surroundings. He hides himself in that, in, that, uh, in, in, that, in a bush or whatever. That. And you know what? He watches. He, he don't go after the one that's the strongest. He goes after the one that's the weakest. And watch him. You ever watch those shows? Watch how he does. He stays there. He's patient. And when he targets one... He can have three or four around him. He's not going to get him. He's going after the one he targeted. The Bible says the devil's like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's out there trying to kill you and kill me. He's trying to steal the faith of God out of our life. Come on, somebody. He's out there to, to destroy you. Satan is evil. There's no good in that thing. He's a snake. Let me read this in Psalms. You don't have to turn. I'm going to read them to you. Psalms 34, verse 9. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want or lack to them that fear him. God is there. Listen, we fear the Lord. God's going to take care of us. That's what that word want means. It means lack. It means there will be no lack in your life. Sure, we have need and all that stuff, but God is always our provider. God is always, listen, that's a problem we have in this country. We make the government God. The government, the government's going to give us a house. The government's going to give us food. And the government's going to give us health care. The government, look at the condition of this nation because of it. We trusted in man. We trusted in the hand of government, not the hand of God. Years ago, I bought a video, DVD, and I still have it. 
It was called the Dust Bowl. Back in the, uh, the late 20s, early 30s and 40s, there was a drought in America. It was about, it, it was right, right from northern Texas, north Texas, and all around Kansas City, all those. That was called the breadbasket. The breadbasket of America, they were growing wheat, and they were growing all kind of things. I mean, America was getting fed. But one, one, one year, that thing just dried up. And all of a sudden, the dust settled in. Dry, and it couldn't get no rain. And all of that fell apart. And people suffered. Big old dust clouds. Look like, like Armageddon take place. You ought, to, you ought to see that. The grasshoppers were eating the rest of whatever they had left to eat. Children were dying of dust ammonia. Couldn't, would breathe in dust. Dust piling up on the side of their houses. You should have saw that. That's in America. Because death was present. Because judge, that was the judgment of God. Because America got its eyes off of God. See what I'm saying? America got his eyes off of the Lord. Thank God, God brought rain again. But you know what? That's the judgment of God. And during that time, these people were hard workers, Kevin. They would work their fields. They didn't want help from the government. They wanted to earn what they have. Look at it today. The Bible says a man don't work, shouldn't eat. The government says a man don't work, we're going to feed you. Come on, somebody. We've made government our God. We have turned our back on trusting the Lord. I'm going to tell you what. I am in no social program at all. And God has never let, let us slack. Me and my wife, my family. We don't get help. And I'm not against people getting help. Please don't think I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bashing against people trying to get help, you know, from, you know, food stamps and stuff. Sometimes you need those things. But there's a time you got to get on your own and get it, trust in the Lord to get it. I believe there's a place for that, but I don't believe that's a lifestyle. I believe people shouldn't be raising their children and their children raising their children and their children raising their children. Go to work. Get a job. Provide for yourself. Let God give you what, he, what you need. Listen, I have some aches and pains in my body. <clears throat> my wife will tell you, I just don't quit. Seriously, sometimes I want to. Please, honestly, I'm not perfect. But the thing about knowing that if I don't, and I don't let God strengthen, my family don't eat. They don't. The bills we pay for our business and our, our home and our family is a lot. But God takes care of us. Because there's, we have to trust him. Listen, he's never let us fail. I've been in business for what, nine years now? And I've seen it get dire despair. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've seen it rough. But God always came through. <laughs> Thank God, Sister Money. <laughs> Thank God God always comes through. <laughs> Listen, it's good to know when God comes through. Listen, it's good to know when God is taking care of you. Hallelujah, I feel his presence. It's good to know that God is your strength and your hope. It's good to know that God loves you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Woo, man, I feel the presence of the Lord. I feel the, the presence of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man. Luke 12, 5 says, But I will forewarn you whom you shall fear. Fear him which is after he has killed the body, consented to hell. Now watch. God is the only one who can do that. 
Listen, we worry about the devil. We better worry about what God can do to you. We better worry about God. Listen, God doesn't want to send any. He don't desire no man perish. He don't desire no soul goes to hell. You know what I'm saying? But God is faithful to deliver those that trust him. We better fear that. Because I don't want to be. It's a fearful thing, the Bible says, to fall into the hands of a living God. You don't play with the Lord. You do not play with him because he sees you. And he knows. And I don't want to fall short. Somebody say amen. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. He's a reward of them that do what? Diligently seek him. A diligent means you, 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 you're, uh, I don't know, persistent. Uh, you're, you're, you're devoted. You're, what's the word you say? Keep on knocking. Keep doing it. Persistent. Diligently. James chapter 1 verse 3 says, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Listen, when, you, when, you, when your faith is tested, you can either believe God or believe the devil. The trying of your faith worketh patience. You're going to be tested. You're going to be tried. You, the devil's going to come against you. you. Come on, somebody. How many have been in this faith long enough to know, know that happens? Amen. He's, gonna, he, he's got you targeted. He's got all of us targeted. He wants to end our lives and take us to hell with him. But you know what? If we stand, devil, you can do what you want. God has promised me. If I trust him, I have eternal life. I have promises that he's given me. Devil, you are a liar and a father of all lies. You need to talk back to the devil. Tell him where to get off. Where he needs to get off. Because a lot of times we let the devil ride right over us. In Jesus' name. Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. The love of the this fruit of the Spirit, that's one of them. The fruits of the Spirit is called faith. Faith in what? Faith in government? Faith in the preacher? Faith in church? Faith in men, princes, kings? Faith in Him. Faith in Him. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16 says, Above all things, take on the shield of faith, where you may be able to stand against the fiery darts, uh, uh, quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Faith is your shield, okay? When the devil throws those fiery darts, you put that shield up and protect the heart. Hallelujah. Protect the heart. The heart is what establishes faith. See, the head, the head, the head just, you know, the devil battles here. He, see, if he can, he can win here, he's going to win here. See what I'm saying? See, if he can, he can convince you here, he's going to convince you here. So you got to put that shield up the way he can. Say, say to this morning, I'm going to trust you, Lord God. And I'm going to put my faith in you. And nothing I'm going to do but trust you. The devil throws fiery dogs. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Listen, that's what I say. A lot of times we only establish our faith by what we can see. Amen? 
And if we don't, if the, all, all, all our faith is based on what we see, there will never be true faith in God. Are you praying for something this morning and you, and you can't see it yet? If you know it's God, if you know it's the Lord, you establish it. If it's right, you know, i got to judge what I ask God every day. I guess, God, is this what you want? Is it what, you, what your word says? Is, is it right? Is it good? Listen, we have to judge our faith. Now, what does that mean? That means that you've got to examine what you're asking God for, if it's right or not. If it's not right, God's not going to answer it. Come on, somebody. And he might answer it just to show you you were wrong to ask for it. Listen, I don't know. But if, it, if, if, if it's good, if it's just, he'll answer it. If it's something that he knows you need in your heart, if something he knows you need in your family, your job, your whatever, your finances, God will answer it because he promises. One more verse. And I said it earlier. Romans 10, verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of the Lord. Amen. I'm only asking you this morning to try, try your faith. Your faith is going to be tried, be tested. But true faith establishes, establishes upon what God says, not what I say. It's got to be on what God says. If you're going through something, you go to the word of God and you examine it. And you say, God, if it's, if it's promised in his word, it's yours. Because you're his child.